This episode of Disruption Nation is brought to you by a good friend of mine, Trisha Turner, EXP. Check her out. Boom, and we're live. Disruption Nation, we're back. I'm your host, Taylor Wadehofer, Chase Smith, the good label, real estate. I'm about to dive into his business. And, uh, you know, cool thing about the intro for him, you know, he's uh, one of the, the first crypto real estate brokerage in, in Houston, mm. right? Possibly but, Texas. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, know. And, and, and I love asking, you know, the average age of a realtor is 54. And I love asking people about that. I'm like, hey, what do you know about that? Just, you know, yeah, since we absolutely. have been in communication, shout out to uh, Savannah Buck for nominating, you know, this fine young gentleman to be featured in the uh, publication and also, you know, here on Disruption Nation. But she was talking about it. I'm talking to other people and I'm just, yeah. you know, I, I like I like testing the waters in the market and conversation yeah, and, and seeing what the response is going to mm-hmm. be. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants to touch Everyone it. Everyone hates it. Every, yeah. yeah, nobody Everyone wants to touch it. it with a 10-foot pole. Like, I've made people mad just by asking the question, you know. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get into that in a second. Um, but, so he's been in real estate since uh, 16. Um, let's see, August cover. Master class we talked about. He worked offshore all around the world. Where did you work offshore? Like, pretty much everywhere. So I got, like, Mexico, Gulf of Mexico, Trinidad, Tobago. I was there a lot. Um, pretty much just all over. Like, even Houston rig yards. Would, they had to have oil rigs that get shipped in parts. You'd pretty much go and inspect those. You know, it was uh, – I used to hang from the ropes doing rope access, so I'd hang underneath the rigs. So we'd do that. Did you pay more for that? Man, you'd wish. It was, like – it's the most dangerous job or second most dangerous job on a rig, but they don't even pay as much as like the floor deckhands that, you know, they're like wrapped in Dang. pipe with chains. Well, was it fun? Was it kind of it like was so much fun. Yeah. Was it, yeah. Cause you could see marine life underneath you and then you're hanging up from a derrick at like, you know, 300 feet in the air and you know, once one wrong move can kill you. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> Adrenaline off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. The first time, uh, I, they, I got trained in to do it. They strapped me up and then it kicked me off. Like just the, the end of the leg of it. To kind you of bounce, yeah, you bounce. So like, so it is every, like bungee. Every was, inch is about five was, seconds of of uh, stomach dropping, like complete terror. So every inch of rope that goes down. So anybody, uh, anybody, like try to fish while they're suspended. Oh yeah, three hundred. Yeah. Like with a bottle, feet. with a bottle and a fishing fishing line. Yeah, you know, all I was the joking, time. but I was like, <laughs> it sounds cool. So right. yeah, very not highly cool. not allowed. But you know, when you're down there, no one else can be down there with you. So you're just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna get some dinner for the night and make you kind of. And make a good relationship with the cook and works out pretty well. So that, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Um, so we're not too far off the Veterans Day mark. So he's rocking, you know, got there the army, go. army, army gear today. The veterans. Yep. And uh, man, I'm just happy to have you on the show. Thanks for being on Disruption Nation. Thanks for me. It's a um, podcast where we, you know, highlight people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. And him and his, you know, partner Scholar are doing that on a lot of fronts. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Thanks for checking us out. So let's let's start with uh, let's start with you know, why, why real estate, you know, after yeah. oil, oil and gas from Houston, by the way, Northwest, yeah, born and raised, you know, born and raised in <laughs> like me, we're yeah. native Houstonians, not, not too many of us yeah. anymore, but yeah. Why, why did you decide real estate? Uh, I was in sales since I was like 13 and just trying to start like little lawn care businesses and like just stupid things here and there. And then I worked at McDonald's for my first ever job. Um, when I was like 15, whenever they are legally allowed to hire people. So I did that for six months, absolutely hated it. But I wanted to get it under my belt just to kind of see exactly like what it was like. And, and it was the only place that would hire me uh, <laughs> to, to, to make money at that, at that young of an age. And then I did that. And then, 
you know, started flipping cars in high school um, and made a lot of money doing that. So that got me out of the whole like game of fast fooding or just easy jobs, I guess, to get into. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after high school, started working offshore. So did where, that where about was, 19. Where was Cutco? Oh, Cutco was before in, offshore. Was, in, was before offshore. That was in high school. So I would sell knives while selling cars, while you know doing that on the side. Hustler man, yeah. through and through. And then I started. I ran my own office in Montgomery or with another lady, another girl. And then um, you know we rocked it there. Jonathan Whitman was a good. Shout good out to Jonathan Whitman. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. We were yeah. both with the company. Yeah, know, at, at the yeah. same time. He was a, he was a badass. He was awesome. He was cool. And I I think I, I might have known, but I I forgot. And I remember when yeah. I was watching the live feed, and you you said that on the yeah. panel, and I was like. Really, I just, yeah. I, I just, a lot of people I, don't even know that, but honestly, selling cocoa and selling houses is very similar. I, I just don't have to go to the door with like lethal weapons anymore and get to get inside. Now it's just myself, so it's kind of nice. It was a lot of easier transition. Yeah, from yeah. cocoa to uh, selling houses, about the same. So it's it was a good little foot in the door to yep. do that. So I would recommend it to anybody <laughs> that's a teenager <laughs> or even older. How'd you uh, how'd you find this guy? Uh, so me and Skyler worked at a. We paired up at a old. We met each other at an old old brokerage of mine and and. Um, that we that I started at and he kind of poured into me and kind of gave me some little nuggets of advice here because he's been in the game a little bit longer yeah um made a good friendship he loves food I love to eat food so we decided to show he's really involved with um you know some great places to eat at great places to go so and I was kind of new to the city of Houston I've lived in Houston but never you know I was still a young kid living in the suburbs so I just never really got to get into the Houston Houston life so he kind of like showed me all that and kind of connected became really good friends and um we're always there to kind of support each other during for the business life and decided just to kind of launch that out and out into good label and do it full time. So. What, what part of the city did you move to from the suburbs? Um, I was moved to uh, kind of, I moved to the apartment close to Washington and then I bought a house after a couple of years in real estate in Sawyer Heights area. Cool. It was on the come up and this was before Buffalo Bayou came in. So I saw the opportunity there to kind of get some real estate in there where no one knew what was going on and it was yeah. a great investment. So, and You're I love ha it. happy with it? I'm, freaking love it it's a great location if yeah. you ever look in Sawyer Heights it's like one of the most unknown underground like still untapped I think for uh for a lot of people but love the area it's awesome all right so um let's see y'all's niche with your brokers with mm -hmm. the good label mm -hmm. tell me about the name real quick and then I'll man the good label I mean there's a lot of different things that kind of accumulated on that uh we've got a lot of good feedback and people love the name and we love Scott how many too. people say people say that um, like scotch whiskey it reminds this reminds yeah me of, like black label blue, right, like sure. blue label all that yeah. stuff so we a lot of these companies we just is kind of where we wanted to go and you know what we saw in the in the real estate industry with when it comes to agents or houses you know they have mls and a lot of this info that stays true but we wanted to keep it as simple as possible being as honest as possible with people so you know we launched like a good label guarantee which is like you know pre-inspections before and um That's you know cool. doing all that like austin market does that a little bit which we found out later did you say pre or free pre which is okay. all which is free basically because it's free for the client so what we do is as long as certain houses that are in sound shape we'll you know, want to be as honest as possible about the house and right. typically it's gotten like major returns for our clients that do that so it's just something different that we do so uh, I'm, I'm just curious, so does the inspector get paid on the back end? No, they get paid on the front. They get yeah. paid on the front yeah. end, so, so the they, client doesn't pay later. Yeah, client okay. client pays like closing or whatever the, whatever the case may be, but it's just something in marketing that we can do, and sometimes we'll cover it too. just depends on the house, depends on the case. Yeah. Um, but it's just something cool marketing-wise, and then we have a – we're, we're like, we did something cool in marketing where we do nutrition labels for houses. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's like the most easiest way to read about a home. So for our marketing, that's what we do is to match with the good label is do a nutrition label. 
for the house, which is very like simple, but yeah, it, people love it. it. It's, it's, it's catchy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's kind of it's value for branding. A hundred percent. It's gonna yeah. se- separate you. Yeah, for it's sure. Time. And there's a ton of real estate companies out there. So being creative and knowing how to like add value to your clients and being really cool with the marketing, I think, is what really separates you know up and coming companies, especially like ours. A hundred percent. You know, the, the the last two conversations I've had on Disruption Nation with agents have all had yeah. something cool, different yeah. that. I haven't heard before, you yeah. know, and it's a, and it's like, how do you do that when there's, you know, 40,000 yeah. plus agents in a city? Yeah. It's not everyone. That's how you do it. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. get something, you know, like super complicated, yeah. right? That sounds pretty, you know, yeah, keep it simple. Easy that's, to, yeah. That's what we, that's how we do it. And clients like it too. I think more, more so than anybody else. That's who we're doing it for, you know, and then it helps our agents, you know, excel and kind of stand out as well doing simple things like that. So that's what we try to disrupt a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, no, well, we're about to disrupt the conversation with the crypto first, you know, uh, brokerage in Houston to to offer that. So that was one of the parts when I was watching live feed because that's where I wanted to dig in. Like, you know, when you were on the panel and I I couldn't because I was, you know, watching it from home. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so again, shout out to Pat and Title and uh, Savannah Buck for nominating this guy. And when she did, and I knew you, and it's been fun watching you grow your business from from, yeah. from afar yeah exactly and uh and then and then and so i knew you i was like okay cool you know i know mm-hmm. you know he's a cool guy i was like dang he's like you know he's, he's, you're coming up right you know and yeah. she's like yeah yeah and and first crypto brokerage in houston and that just sounds sexy and it's got an appeal to it and love it or hate it i don't know it is what it is so it's what, a love hate relationship with people what right is it now. yeah yeah so how that usually works is is that you know and we'll, I mean, hopefully I have a lot of great ideas for how that can expand on there. But right now, as you can see, you know, the market for stocks and crypto is just dropping crazy rapidly. So a lot of people aren't talking about it. But ideally, when you want to invest in stuff like that is when people aren't talking about it. So like we are a big proponent of like, you know, at times of recession is where normal people can get in the space mm-hmm. at a very easy, agreeable price. That's way better than when it's at the height, when it was like, just to bring in Bitcoin for a second, it was like 68, 70, 65,000, I think it's peak or 68. So now that it's down to about 16, 14, sometimes on a, any given day, it's really easy now for the average person to jump into something and kind of get educated with it and see the, you know, the ideas of what you can do with it. Um, but I stayed up many nights trying to research on how this can integrate real estate. And there's other great people before me that have already, I've kind of jumped on, you know, their bandwagons and, right. and took what they've learned I, and I kind of you. mixed it with ours. Um, super easy to do though. And it's, it's, I think in the next maybe five, 10 years, it's going to revolutionize the industry, not necessarily crypto, but the like blockchain technology behind it. Crypto is going to go up and down and there's going to be coins made and they're just, they're just coins to back another coin, like modern day currency. Um, but for us, we, we see the value in the technology that it's going to bring and the speed to close. Cause right now, I mean, to be honest with you, the, the industry hasn't changed in 50 something years. It's just the same Time is thing. money. People want to save time. You and know, people, once the big and, companies figured out, then it's going to mm-hmm. start, start trickling down. Yeah. And I think right now we're just waiting on big companies to fund it. And the biggest thing, like this company called Milo that does crypto lending. So they're the first company out of Miami that can actually lend on a home on your crypto. They lend up to like, I, I need to check on this. I think it's like 75% or something like that, or 70, 80%. You know, in a rising crypto market though, when you've got it, when you have an entry point of 10,000, it's now worth 60. It's a big loan you just made for right. doing nothing. Yeah, you know. So when the, when it has to come up is when people are going to start taking those loans out. Last two years we haven't had that kind of um, uh, company coverage to kind of come in there and disrupt the lending market like that because there were so many unknowns and what the government's going to do. But they're the first ones to do it, and so they've been doing it. So we're gonna, you know, it's one of the companies that we see that's kind of disrupting the lending side, which you know we would be happy to work with. Um, but for our clients, 
that's awesome because they have another lending source where they're not affected by government rates. They can get rates from a private company now. Okay, so. what if they, uh, you know, crypto deposit here, market mm -hmm. tanks, or crypto does, you right, know, yeah. and then you're stuck with, you know, a note forty thousand dollars above whatever you know the yeah. crypto might not cover anymore. Like, how do you? Yeah, you know, and that's that's how do you the handle thing. that. How do you pop that fear bubble? Yeah, and that's the thing is about the lending side is is that that'll be mostly a question probably more so for them. I think for us, what we're really going towards is the transactional side. We want to be just like in real estate. We're trying to stay in our lane, not necessarily trying to be the crypto lender. You know, and I think there's a lot of liability we don't even want for that. But um, yeah, 100%. not our, not our space either. So what we do is is that we just try to make sure that if the seller is willing to accept that. If, whether it's be cash or Bitcoin, there's an avenue for both. Obviously, for tax reasons, people will deposit Bitcoin to Bitcoin to each other. Mm. And this is only for stable coins. So like Ethereum and Bitcoin, which is a big one. Those are two stable ones that are really popular. Um, for those, those two, you can, if the seller will take that for instead of cash, it saves tons on taxes, like thousands. Okay. Uh, so there's the benefit for that. But if they want it to do cash, then instead of having to cash out your crypto, which sucks, because right now you have to pay like all the, I think it's like 25% on just that, not even considering the income that comes from it. So people don't want to cash it out. So they're waiting for these lenders to come in. So they're saying, hey, I'll loan against it at a lower percentage rate instead of having to cash it out and pay taxes on all of it. So. so is that where you're getting, like, where are the commercial lenders that you're utilizing that are excited? About? Uh, there's not really commercial lenders. It's just, it's yeah. Milo's the really the biggest one. Well, maybe not one. commercial, yeah. but just, yeah. just crypto lenders, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, so the one that we, and this is, there's a lot out there. But there's a lot of like, it's such a wild, wild west space. You got to be very careful who you throw out there, who you work with, because you never know. Like there's even exchanges right now that are going bankrupt from just mismanaging funds. You know, you can see that in Facebook news. Don't or let that happen to you. Be careful. Yeah, be careful. Of that. Don't over leverage. All right. So don't take loans out on crypto unless you're, you know, you have something to back it up and get another asset against. Yeah. So what we do is, is that we show people you can mitigate. Let's say you do want to take a loan out on crypto. People are just buying more crypto with it. Instead, why don't you take that money and buy into a, a safer asset class, which is real estate? So that's what we do. We just show them a different route. That's a lot safer than going in and trying to buy another big coin that may or may not shoot up. So we just provide another avenue for that. And then also it helps our sellers um, with people that have, when the market's up, it helps our sellers a ton because we just have provided a whole other avenue of leads, lead source from people that have money and they want to spend it. They didn't, there's kind of new money in the game, kind of like right. Great Gatsby. So they're willing to let it go for, you know, for something a lot less than, let's say, someone that worked years to obtain it, right? So they're just, but they're w wanting to park it somewhere where it's a lot safer. And you can kind of tell with the market the way it is, that's a great place to do it, and especially in real estate. So we provide. I didn't, I didn't prep him on the questions I'm about to ask you, so mm. it's okay if you don't know the answer yeah, to, to yeah. all these. So uh, how many transactions are, um, did y'all do last year? Well, hold um, on, this year, because yeah. they started the Good Label, by the way, uh, January like 7th or something. Yeah, like so this, this year we've been growing our team um, very, very slowly, and we do that on purpose. We, don't, we are not just hiring just anyone and anyone with a license. Um, we've kind of wanted to take a different approach and to get more value add out of agents and, and agents that are really good at what they do, that really strive to be the best in their industry. That's what we look for. Okay. Um, so we have, I think, about six people on our team now. And we're looking to still grow that. So hopefully we'll be at like 20, you know, by the end of the year. But we've, you know, we've interviewed a lot of people and, you know, we're very selective on, on who we pick. So obviously the more agents we have, the more transactions is going, going to happen. But uh, right now it's been uh, like me and Scott and the other four agents. I think right now we're at, man, I think I'm like in the 20s or 30s, but our average price point's at around a half a million or so. So it's, okay. yeah. How many of, what percentage of those transactions mm -hmm. are you having this conversation with? Really with, with none right now. And then, and that's, that's okay. Cause this is really to be planning for us to plan out in the future. This is not something that we would actually go to like a normal person to. We usually only have this conversation that people reach out to us about it. 
So we just make it known. And then if they want to open up that dialogue for that, then that's the case. Now with listings, you know, that's a whole other conversation because this is a value add that they didn't even know existed that we kind of bring to the table. It's more like educating them on this. Um, and, that, and that part I like. So mm -hmm. like, I mean, are, are on, the, on the listing side, like mm -hmm. when, when you're offering being able to, you know, have the resources to be a crypto you yeah. know, uh, it's, you it's, know, service along yeah. with your, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So we just opened up another, another value add. There's a, I don't know if a lot of people watch Selling Sunset. So there's a realtor on there that's kind of like the villain. She actually started the same kind of company um, in, in California, which is a crypto consulting brokerage. And I, we were doing it the same time, apparently, that she was, but she launched it out. She has, you know, really, obviously, she's on a TV show. She gets great media coverage, but um, she's also doing it as well. So there's, they're going to start noticing that space starting to open up a lot. And when the market's good is when you're going to start seeing it flood in with, you know, people that are potentially wanting to do that so that's that we're just going to be there for that when that so happens so houston's one of the best relocation cities in the you know nation Fourth largest, yeah mm -hmm. yeah well i know but for relocations everybody oh, relocation re yeah, re absolutely, re relocation yeah. people were coming over here i mean i've been watching it happen yeah you know, for for a while and anyways post-covid it's yeah. just it's uh it's great for us right it's awesome it's good, it. good good for these we love our relos market. so just you know hit us up <laughs> <laughs> I, I know so where's crypto around the country popular you know in real estate man miami miami is miami, killing it miami's miami's okay. miami is where it's at right is now the guys the are that you're studying on, yeah on a, lot, a, lot of of, a lot of these startup companies that are tech companies they're not going to california to do this they're going to miami to do it and the laws are very catering to it's working crypto. over yeah. there is it uh friendly in yeah, california -friendly. It, I, it it is but what's crazy is that texas is the biggest mining state out of the entire united states we mine the most <laughs> but miami is i bless texas yeah miami is the one that we get the shit done we get everything transactional wise all the new up-and-comers all the disruptors in the space that's where they're kind of residing at mm. so in the south unfortunately in houston i've kind of noticed we're very slow to kind of take on new things you know and that's just because we're just we're bigger state. I think there's a lot more pieces that have to be moved around for it. Um, politics is a big thing of that too. Yeah. So we're you know we just, we know the value is going to be here and it's going to be it, when people know that they can close on a house in in 30 seconds to a minute versus 30 days. That's like why would you not? That, do that? That's, that's when it's game over. That's yeah. when that's when that side of the business industry will yeah. capitalize market Absolutely. share and yeah. um and you know people are going to start paying attention and you know it's going to put a lot of you know people out yeah. of business depending on the industry and which way. Which, titles, which way. yeah, title. You know, at the beginning there was a big myth going around that title insurance was not going to be needed anymore. Title companies are still going to be needed through this entire process. It's title insurance is still more valid than it is with anything else. Um, you know, you're going to pay taxes differently on a process like that for that speed. But the convenience is nice when you have a market that's going to be going on a downtrend or an uptrend and you want to catch it really quick. You know, the speed matters with a lot of that stuff. And the number one thing about 2008, you know, bankruptcies was they didn't have the time to get out. And in real estate, the biggest thing that what sucks about the exit is the exit. It's like you can't click a button like you can't in crypto and that's sell true. it. That's true. You're sitting there you suffering gotta, You got to wait till a buyer comes. Yeah. And, and like this kind of mitigates that completely. So, you know, having a good platform to jump on that and be able to have access to that and sell your home like you could anything else that's an asset is like paramount. I think that's where the industry is wanting to go. Yeah. So we're planning on taking it there. I it's, know it's uncomfortable, it's like a lot of things for a lot of people that aren't familiar with it, but just like anything else, once you get used to it and kind of figure it out and you figure out where there's going to be some sub substantial value, right? For the people that yeah. you're servicing, that's when it's a win, you know, for the real estate community, the buyers and the sellers and, and yeah. all, all, all parties involved. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just being there. I don't think right now we're going to be doing lots of crypto transactions. That's not where I see. We, we are a, very much a luxury, regular real estate company like mm -hmm. anything else. We're just adding another layer to it. So yeah. we, we want to be known for doing regular, obviously, real estate being great and having great agents and talent for that. Um, but we also want to add another facet to it that can 
you know, grow the business in a, in a, in a way that no one else is looking. That's and true. technically, you know, when you're growing or when you're trying to grow a business, you want to go where no one else is, is going, yeah, you know? Absolutely. So that's what we, that's what we're doing. Be poised. You'll be ready. Tell people, please, how to get yeah. a hold of you. If anybody has um, any questions for you. Yeah. Um, my Instagram is by city realtor. Um, my, uh, emails chase at the good label, re.com. If you need to get a hold of me for any of those, that's how to reach me on social media for email. Uh, phone number, I'm not going to give that out here, but you can DM me for that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we would love to talk with you about any kind of real estate needs you have or any questions you have about where the market's going, what your house is valued at. Um, you know, we just provide a different marketing package that's like cool, unique, and something that we think a lot of people gravitate towards. So I hope to, you know, help people out doing that. Speaking of that video, gravitation, I'm about, you know, putting yeah. out a bunch of videos within, yeah. you know, what, what I'm doing on social and yeah. the rest, you know, so, um, and I, and I love watching, you know, the, the, the real estate community and how they're yeah, utilizing video. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool, you know, because I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm watching, I'm watching people, mm -hmm. real estate agents that I know, yeah. well, some of them I did know, or in some, even if I don't know them, but I, I, I was like, I promise, I, I, I guarantee you that person eight years ago, 10 years ago, would, there's no way they'd be making a video. And, yeah. and now, now, now they're doing that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. all right. All that to say this, you know, what, what the hell do y'all do, mm. you know, to differentiate yourself? What kind of videos do you like to post? Yeah, Which platform, frequency, however you want to answer it. You know, cause there's, I mean, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat when yeah. it comes to videos yeah. and social, but you know, mm -hmm. what's your forte? Uh, we like, you know, for us, we like doing it professional you know i'm not i'm not personally like on a TikTok space like a lot of other realtors are um and i think it's a great space to be in but it's something for us you know we like to model after really high quality things because that's we want to kind of mimic our brand of high quality service and high quality agents and um you know that's where we strive to be so a lot of our videos are you know we we've been through a lot of videographers trying to figure out like what a good recipe for us is like that that mimics our brand and we're still trying to even build that as it as it goes um but we found some good ones that we like um, so it really, it just creates for our videos. We just want excitement. We want, we want like more nostalgia more than anything. So like for me, like, um, it's getting worked on now, but I have a 56 T bird that I usually put in my videos, um, gotten really good feedback for those. And I take clients out in it. So it creates like a cool client experience for it. For sure. Um, but it's kind of like, we want to project a timeless experience for what we want our clients to experience. And as yeah. far as like our videos, we can project that better with those. So that's kind of where. We're at with the with the IG, but we we love more reels more than anything. If that kind of answers that platform for Instagram, sure. And then we kind of you know switch those over to TikTok. Um, same video yeah. or yeah, with the same yeah. videos, or we'll have like different versions. Most of these videographers will, will release different That's versions, true. so we'll just put on one page this version, put our personal pages this one, and that way it gives value for people wanting to jump and follow different pages because they're going to get different content. So frequency, yeah. What's your frequency on? Um on IG. Um, what do you mean as far as frequency goes? Just like reels, how often, how many times a day, oh, week, month? We This year we've been slack a little bit because we've been trying to, you know, just build the regular foundation of the whole thing. But next year, you know, we really plan on going really heavy on videos, um, you know, getting in more of a studio space, maybe even a podcast, if that's something that we want to kind of venture into. We're looking at that. Um, and then doing more videos, probably like we're trying to do like five of five a month, like five professional good ones a month. Yeah. And then having just regular, maybe day to day market videos in between, but we're very heavy on videos, especially for like intro to clients or exit to clients or like, you know, we, we like relying on that. It's way more personable yeah. you know, than a flyer, but I still believe in flyers. I think they're great. But if you want to excel and add that other layer, go do something that's really cool. Something that's different. Yeah. So we just like to be more interactive with it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, just, just, you know, you remind me of something that I, I've been doing for about a year and a half. 
don't do it all the time, but I mean, I try to be good and consistent with it. But, you know, mm -hmm. like after this, making yeah. a little selfie video for you. Thank you for being a guest on the show yeah. or whatever, like a meaningful conversation that I had, mm -hmm. you know, that week. And I mean, if I could toss out eight, 10 of those a week, I mean, that, that, Absolutely. that, that that's a big thing. Yeah. You know I mean, people appreciate that. that. Yeah. And then, uh, and I think about this all the time because, you know, people talk about the, the um, handwritten note. Mm -hmm. It's like nobody does it anymore. And mm -hmm. like, I'm guilty of it. I don't write many handwritten notes. Maybe yeah. a couple. See, there's companies that'll do it for you. Christmas. <laughs> that is true. But wouldn't, I, wouldn't I, recommend that. I like, I like, I, I'm like, I'm going to do a video. That's more yeah. than reading. I mean, I get it. I get yeah. it. But, you know, I also think that that's not something that a lot of people do also. Right? I think if you're send, extroverted, send this is easier. You know, if like if you have an extroverted personality and you're okay with doing this, this is 20 times easier than sitting down for us when your brain's moving 100 miles an hour trying to go, you know, trying to collect your words together. That, yeah, that, so, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. My, in my texts, they're misinterpreted all the time. Dude. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Happens. I'm a shitty writer. Like, you know, so I may as well just say it because then at least you can hear, yeah. you know, yeah, how absolutely. it's supposed to be communicated, you know. I have that same issue, so it's all good. It's <laughs> funny. And then Siri doesn't help. But anyway, yeah. all right. So, um, all right. A couple questions before we get out of yeah. here for you. What um what's the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Ooh, best advice I ever got it just depends on I guess it really just depends on the, the scenario. Um I know you've heard probably a lot people say consistency and those are all really good things. Um I think for me was learning how to how to use the tools that I had that are this is just more layer layered on top of that. Use the tools that you have efficiently. And then you learn how to delegate your time through the days to be able to help more people. So that's your entire job for being in real estate. So being more efficient with your time and using your tools to do that, for me, that was that was paramount. Trying to in it because it makes you excel and that's grow. Solid. A lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, scale building blocks. Yeah, scalability is everything over here. And that's just like just like if you're a public company in, in the stock market, you got to always keep growing. So, you know, that's yeah, it's I a love it's, it. it's a responsibility that a lot of people don't want, but you know, it's paramount. To, to do what you got to do so gotcha dream vacay um man dream vacay probably i've been to colombia and i love colombia but uh, i'd probably say is that uh, up there though yeah it's like top the, place i will probably top three to. yeah medellin and, and cartagena are like my favorite two spots really yeah i think my I got a buddy, i've missed two trips to Colombia in the last six months there it's awesome I'm, it's, I'm not, I, it's on the list i want to go yeah i think for me a, a dream vacation right now would probably be like tokyo i think i'd probably want to go to tokyo yeah i think i it's yeah. just opened back up, so it's ready to go now. Gotcha. They closed it down for a while, so that'd be my dream vacation, I think. Last book that you read or your favorite book? Uh, last book I read was Winning by Tim Glover. So that was a really good book. He's the guy that trained Michael Jordan. So he's um, he has a couple books out, I think maybe like two or three, but that was the one I picked up out of his. That's the last book I wrote or read. And um, great book for trying to get a mindset of like what it takes to really, you know, excel and and sometimes people try to take it the wrong way of how you have your attitudes of wanting to be good because not everybody wants to excel and grow at a pace like that. So, you know, he kind of explains it a little bit more on how don't be, you know, don't bash yourself when it comes to that or and what, you know, the mindset of how to do that. Him, He trained Kobe Bryant too. So good book. Gotcha. I like it. Fantastic. What about your dream car? Uh, 69 GTO. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Respect. Uh, what's your favorite type of music or band Man, artist? I like everything. It doesn't really matter. I can go to a '90s rock bar or or, or listen to like you know Migos. If it's cool. <laughs> like, all across like, the board. Yeah, all across the board. You're, yeah. you're never gonna be complaining about the music. So. No, no. I mean, I got a I got a cowboy hat for the rodeo. I wear for country music even, so it's all good. It's like you just gotta be. You just gotta hang out with everybody. You know. It's, it's all right. So so suburb kid. 
you know, in real estate, then, yeah. you, then you moved into town. Welcome to uptown or, you know, sorry. Hi, sorry, sorry, yeah. Hi, hi, sorry <laughs> yeah. But um, so favorite restaurants, you know, give me a couple of them. Um, Crawford's yeah. Noodles with Skyler showed me. Really great place. I like where's, that. Where's that one? Uh, it's in Bel Air. They have a new location opening up in uh, 7709. Crawfish Noodle? Crawfish and Noodles. Yeah, Crawfish great place. It's been on Netflix a lot. Uh, Chris Shepard debuts them all the time on their Netflix series. Okay. Uh, any Chris Shepard restaurant's always really good. Um, let's see. And then, yeah, I would say, I mean, the steak, steakhouse, B&B Butchers is probably like top, my top fave, but I'm going to get like so much flack for that one because everyone likes steak 48 and all that, but B&B Butchers is my favorite. So if you're looking for a good steak and it's close to the house, so. <laughs> yeah. True, true. Yeah. Um, what's your, uh, favorite product, favorite mm. product or brand that you cannot live without? Oh, uh, I mean, Apple all day long for my phone. Yeah. Same. Phone and headphones. So oh, that's a given easy on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I, have, I have people on all the time asking that, and uh, like I'm like, and, yeah. I know what it is. Like, yeah. 100 percent is your phone. There's like, like I picked that thing up right when I wake up, right? So it's just bad. I shouldn't probably do that, but it's, <laughs> it's my alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're, yeah. you're excused. Um, that's about it, man. I'm about to mm. sign, get us out of here. But tell cool. people one more time how they can get a hold of you. Uh, Chase Smith, you can get a hold of me on Instagram, Bayou City Realtor, or at my email at chase at thegoodlabelre.com. Um, and like I said, I'll send you my phone number that way too. If you want to get in touch. Best ways to get in touch with me or go to our website at um, thegoodlabelre.com. That's a great way to kind of see what our content looks like, see what we're about, see our team, and uh, see what we can help you out. There you go, Chase. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thanks for being on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I want to give a big shout-out to uh, hooksouth.com. We're in the Hook South Studios in Galveston Island yeah, on 61st Street us. right now. Shout-out to Anthony. He's about to take my boys, my parents, fishing take my dad mom you're staying at home and she'll be happy about that but now i appreciate you thank you so much this has been a ton of fun being here today so disruption nation again show podcast platform where we highlight people that are disrupting in their space in a positive way mm -hmm. give us a like follow subscribe or download on your favorite podcast app and if you or someone you know is doing that right they're disrupting their space you know reach out send me a dm love to have a conversation and uh that's what we do we you know put uh, awesome businesses on, on blast in the spotlight because they deserve it. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you guys.